Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Run, the weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. We're starting really late, so I'm not messing around this week. We got a lot, we got a lot to talk about. We have the launch trailer to talk about, which we brought Ethos on to talk about, and we got a live letter to talk about, at least some things on there. So I'm not going to mess around. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Fulbrum. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. How you doing, Sly? I'm doing That's good. That's great. Ethos, how you doing? You're here, too. Uh, how do it's man sound? All right, awesome. Let's get shots. started. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's fucking go. All right, there. That's Intro. efficiency right that's, there, boys. That's some fucking efficiency. So I'm going to say on the top of, at the top of the show, Steel Series sponsoring the show. You guys know the drill every week. Patreon sponsors. We're not going to read out all your names. The show's already as late as it is, but I will thank you for it at some point, just not by reading all of your names out in a row. Left that. Let's please get started because the show is supposed to begin an hour and 15 minutes ago, but the live letter was like a full length three-hour live live. <laughs> All right, where do, you, where do you want to start? I don't, I dude. Maybe start with the uh, launch trailer. There Simple. you go. Fuck it. That's the whole two hours for for Ethos. He actually has a two-hour video out about it as we speak. <laughs> yep. Yeah, all right. If you want to know about the launch trailer, go watch the video. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That ult- right ultimate, ultimate efficiency for the show. Fuck it. Watch that video instead. Mm-hmm. No, um... Mm-hmm. No, it's always good. You know that Ethis is really excited about a topic when he makes a YouTube video about it. That's like the wow. the ultimate sign because it means wow. he's putting he's putting as much trouble as the platform has given him completely aside <laughs> because YouTube has been terrible to him to create oh. this entire discussion. You know, I actually went through like my my whole channel got demonetized. I actually I went through and and. Uh, I wouldn't say fixed it, but uh, clicked the "please consider me a person" button that we all have. Well, to press. I did that. I did that like six months ago, and then as soon as I started dropping the videos for uh, uh, the media tour, like within two hours, it got re-monetized. So I was like, "Fucking YouTube!" Yeah, it sounds about right for them. That sounds yeah. about right. They're like, "Oh shit, something that can make us money!" Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, he's not, he's not rock. Mm. Oh, man. So, uh, man, that launch trailer, I don't know about you guys. Mm. The whole Square Enix E3 presentation was pretty exciting. I uh, mm. I really didn't expect the launch trailer to come out of uh, that. Normally, I think we don't get it until right around the actual launch. And instead, they brought yeah. it on stage. Excuse me. They brought it on stage, I guess, to keep with the excitement of, you know, 7 Remake. They needed something mm. else to, like, really bring the hype for that. Well, the timing makes sense. It's only two weeks away until early access. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah. They're normally, they just, that's like their on release day video. So I'm normally mm-hmm. like watching it way later, but we got this one in a pretty timely manner. We still haven't gotten the music video, like the Dragon Song Revolution style music video yet, which is mm-hmm. upsetting for me because I want it. <laughs> that's all that's true. But uh, I don't think this. I don't think anyone was ready for what is, I think, undoubtedly the best launch trailer that we've had uh, of all time. Oh yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. referring mm-hmm. to the in-game cutscenes being used in the in-game footage, not stuff like End of an Era or you know any of the major trailers. Specifically, launch trailers. Hmm. <sighs> Sly, I already know how he feels. I don't know how you feel. We haven't gotten to speak since two since. It came out on on Monday, so there was so much to ponder over in, in the time, and then I guess a few of our questions just got answered, like roughly what two hours ago. So, 
so in, in, in before the live letter it was it was a pretty high feeling like we were all like a lot of us were wait what we're what that's basically like what i was saying at the end of the launch trail what and then i just scribbled down a bunch of fucking notes and that was it so that's okay now that's that's the simple oh my god he's even oh i mean uh mine's around somewhere yeah is it full (laughs) after earlier this week no i'm not gonna desecrate that with 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 more stuff about the game in it yeah exactly (laughs) my do you hate your own handwriting that much i hate mine I'm gonna use that exclusively for my uh, 14 ERP fan fiction. Ah, all right, yeah, that's that's a good call because that way somebody finds Shadowbringers, they don't really know it's referring to a butthole. Anyway, yeah, so there you go. That's <laughs> but, it. Uh, uh, <laughs> you went, you went there first. You went there. Uh, you, you took it there first, man. That's okay. It. All right. Okay. All right. There you go. Yes, for <laughs> you may not want to put it in front of your face. Sly, it might stink. Anyway. So, all right. <laughs> there you go. All right. Anyway, back on track for this show. So, at this, I mm-hmm. already said you had a two-hour video. And again, yeah. if anyone hasn't seen it, I've seen thirty minutes of it approximately, but I have not had the time. Watch the whole through. damn thing. You watch the whole thing. Oh, I've only, did. I've only okay. been able to watch about thirty minutes total of like ten minutes here, and then like skip through and like get to a point here, get to a point there. All right. So summarize for everyone what the core emotion is throughout that two hours uh the core emotion i mean it was a real roller coaster like when i first saw the trailer i started with like oh what the fuck this is ridiculous um how like this changes everything um and by the end of our two-hour journey i was like you know what this doesn't actually change anything like at all um, of course, we're, we're referring to the big, you know, the big reveal. If, if we assume that it's true, what Solus told us that Highland Zodiac are ultimately primals, it seems that what at the end of the day- What reason does he have the lie? Well, I, I, I don't know. Again, like we don't really have a, a precedent for Asians lying, but I don't think we can necessarily assume that he's telling the truth. But if we do, it doesn't actually really change anything. Um, like if, if Heidelin is a primal, she doesn't act like other primals. Um, she doesn't like try and get people to worship her and summon her. No one even really knew that she existed before ARR in terms of like the people that actually matter, like uh, people in Eorzea, um, generally they don't know about Heidelin. They don't, they don't know that she exists. They, they worship the twelve. And like a couple of people know, but she's not like, ah, oh, you need to summon me. Um, she uses as little ether as she possibly can in like intervening with stuff. I think that if she is a primal, then she knows that her summoning and the summoning of Zodiac was what caused the sundering in the original, uh, in, in the first place. It's what caused all these shards to split. Um, and she's going to be a little bit more like Alexander, right? Where she knows that the best thing she can do is absolutely nothing and let, you know, people like the warrior of light kind of 
solve problems and just try and like communicate with them. Um, so I think at the end of the day, a lot of people are thinking like, oh, we must be tempered. Uh, oh, she must be evil and we're going to have to destroy her at some point. I don't think any of that is necessarily true. I don't think we are tempered um, just because like she was always banging on about how important it is for people to, you know, have like liberty and like freedom of choice and stuff like that. She, she, she doesn't care whether people worship her or not. She doesn't care whether people think, whether people know she exists or not. So she has no reason to, to you know, be tempering people. Um, that doesn't seem to be her modus operandi. And uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't change anything. Well, again, let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Zodiac and Hydaelyn were this one primordial being in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And from the cave paintings that we saw, yes, um, we saw that people Yes. It, it looked like people caused the sundering. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, was this a was this a division of beliefs? Or was it strictly that, you know, whatever this primordial being, do we even like we at this point don't even know what they were before they were Zodiac in Highland, correct? Well, they didn't have a they didn't have a consciousness. It was probably right. just the 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 crystal or the crystal. It's it's equivalent the the planet the star the crystal whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, people were worshiping it as one being, and then there was some d- Zodalin. Yeah, well, it, it showed <laughs> it showed at the beginning. Um, the first image, well, the second image was yeah. um, this one being with people sort of around the bottom, you know, praying or worshiping or venerating in some way, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second was two different kinds of people. There were like some light people and some dark people. Right. And then the being splitting and this sort of starburst in the middle, which I think we could presume to represent the sundering. So there was some division in people's ideas of, of what this, um, this being was. Um, keep talking. I just, uh, the, the, someone's banging on the door. That's fine. I'll be back in like that's 20 fine. seconds. That's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, just go. He can't hear us anymore. Yeah, so as you were saying, they, uh, the one being split, seeing some great nicknames for them in the chat. Hydearch, Zodalin. Hydearch, <laughs> Zodalin. <laughs> Someone just outright saying, ah, Necron, whatever. Just go full <laughs> Final Fantasy IX with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the core point that we're, I guess we're going for here is there was existence before them. You know, we've never, we've never really considered existence before the Sundering as much of a mm-hmm. discussion topic because we barely know anything about most of the eras after the Sundering to this point. Right. So how do so who are who are these people that were just around back then? Yeah, who are the people? And like because of the whole division, my my whole question is like, was it really worship or was it really fear? I, I'd still like to think that worship is the key, the key prospect of all of them. I mean, there had to be a reason that like they sundered that primordial. Being there also it. has to be a reason they came into Whoa. existence in the first place. There means that before the sundering, people were brought into existence by something, probably by that that contact, right. that consciousness or that that being that had no consciousness that they split. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we what what was the exact quote? Um, by by worship was the the will of the star made manifest. Yeah. So I think 
it was not conscious. Humans developed however it is that they developed. And um, I think that what we think of as the first umbral era, perhaps, um, or, you know, something prior to that, the first conflict, basically, like people, people don't need the Axians and don't need gods and, and anything like that to kind of go to war with each other and to have like opposition of opinion and opposition of belief. And the first time that happened, people started to have these, these different ideas of aspects of this God and obviously resulted in some kind of, uh, uh, attempt to, to channel them, to summon them. And that ultimately caused the, the sundering. Isn't the, I mean, I guess we have to question if this is a factual truth, but isn't it that the first uh, Umbral era came about because mankind began to war and the gods specifically left? I mean, I think that's Eorzea's yeah. belief of it, but yeah. I guess we don't really that's, know. That's, that's our myth is that there yeah. was the time of the 12. Yeah. And then people started to war, so the 12 were like, fuck, fuck you guys, this. we're out. Yeah. Um, so so that that could be consistent with what's happening here the only the only problem is that we also understand that the first umbral calamity also first uh, caused the first rejoining yeah and it can't have caused the first rejoining if it caused the sundering right so if it caused the sundering then there's more shards left than we thought and there's been less rejoinings than we thought and a lot of the information like seven times have they succeeded um, seven times of, you know, uh, that's that's wrong. So I think it's going to be something before the first Umbral era, but it's going to be something that kind of like resembles the first Umbral era. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we thought up until now that the Sundering happened and then worlds coalesced and people, you know, began to appear and, and produce. Um and we've got it all backwards. If Solace is right. And furthermore, if Solace is right, then Varus may well be right. As Varus was telling us, prior to the Sundering, there were only one people. There were this one, you know, uh, flawless human race. And then after the Sundering, they got split into all the different races with their, you know, various flaws, uh, yeah, flaws and weaknesses. So the whole premise for like Galian fascism may be true as well. Hmm. Um, again, that doesn't that doesn't change anything for us though, because we can admit that this is true. We can admit that Heidelin is a primal and Zodiac is a primal, and you know the the rejoining is is supposed to be like uh, you know undoing all of that and bringing people back together. But the fact remains that it's going to kill billions of people and cause untold destruction and that the ends don't justify the means. And that's where we come in. And that's what our position has already been to this point. And I don't think that changes. You know, it's a, a big thing that I've been thinking about since that is the light scent i'm calling them light scent from now on the sin eaters just because void scent light scent i feel like the names yeah kind of yeah. you know fix you know are just better together um I, has it ever been explicitly stated that void scent are creatures of zodiac no no void scent are not creatures of zodiac void void scent are just creatures they're they're people 
yeah, um, the people and, whose and ether animals and whatever, yeah, yeah. That, that basically got caught up in the, the flood of darkness. Yeah, because I was because I'm thinking to the, the Asian, like the very first Asian quest where they summon mm -hmm. the uh, the void set in that mm -hmm. specific instance. And since mm -hmm. that point, as much as we know that void set kind of don't operate, I guess, exactly the same, they at least at the very least, the Asian see them as tools. Yeah. But the light scent, it's Heidelin doesn't see what we would generally affiliate as beings, I guess, affiliated with her just because they're affiliated with the light. There's no impact on her. She doesn't have any sort of or wants no relation with them. So, no, they're exactly the same as Void yeah. Scent. They're just of a different uh, polarity. Like, you, yeah. you think of like our astral and umbral polarity, you could think of it as just like Void Scent of the umbral. Light scent of Sinatas of the astral. Yeah. And, just, and I think maybe that's why they're calling them Sinatas as opposed to light scent to make sure that people don't like conflate some relationship yeah. with the light and with Heidelin. Right. Yeah. I'm just curious if we learn, I guess, more about that specific aspect throughout all of this. Because mm -hmm. clearly, light and darker forces and Heidelin and Zodiac mm -hmm. are major polarities in that, but they're not the source of them. Mm. is i guess well, the key thing we we know that that senators must have appeared before now yeah whether on on novrant or on one of the other shards or even in eorzea because the Amdapori had knowledge of them right um and made golems in their simulacrum right um and similarly, someone pointed out to me yesterday that uh, the Necrohol of Murond, like, it looks like it's on Novrat. It's not, but it looks like it is. Yeah. And when you when you look at, like, the things that Ultima uh, says, like, you know, um, what, cleansing us in holy, you know, light and all this kind of shit, and us, like, not being certain what kind of being Ultima is... I'm over here wondering if Ultima isn't some kind of primordial senator uh, herself. Not not from Novrat, not from the first, but from somewhere else that may have had this problem uh, somewhere back in, in history. It would make sense. The thing she does to people is pretty much what the Void, the void Scent did to the 13th. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, dude, I have a feeling that a lot, a lot of things are more related now mm -hmm. than we originally thought because there's fuck there's fucking elements well we know that everything's connected <laughs> we yeah. we know that and and the thing is like the the couple of things that we've been able to identify in the game that don't seem to be connected to anything they're going to be connected to Novrat. <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah Dude, i mm. just i've never i don't think four and a half minutes could conflate so much confusion and discussion Going into well, the next just could have so much fucking information in it, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I mean, what else What else have we got in there? Oh, um, there's a, there's well, a few other be... things in there. Yeah, Sly, you've got better notes than I do. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. at the beginning, um, when when we talk, when we saw the cave paintings and we saw one of the brothers, um, mm -hmm. the Caravan brothers, which, mm -hmm. which was a really good nod. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he makes the... Uh, he makes the joke a uh, hundred years has his men since a, since a dark night, which, you know, dark night, dark night, um, time. Yes. This is important time. Um, hundred years, hundred years for them. 
is two years for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we're assuming that the scions have been like they're called to the first, right? We're, we're going on that. I assumption. think after the live yeah. letter today, we're now more, like a lot of people have discussed. And I think we can finally put the discussion to bed for anyone who was still thinking it. These are the same people. They are not the first. That's been a huge discussion, especially since fucking Caravan mm-hmm. Bro showed up. They're like, oh, he's just mm-hmm. the first equivalent of Caravan Bro. And I'm like, I think it's more yeah. symbolic than anything. And the two Minfilias in the trailer certainly didn't. Yeah, it's just re- it's a it. reference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more than anything. So, uh, so, so how long are we saying the science have been gone? Like recalled? Well, I, I don't think that, that this relationship between time in Eorzea and time over there is like linear necessarily. All we know is that by the time we get there, it's been a hundred years. Right. Um, I, I think I think it's more about the process of traveling there for the first time that has that time compression effect than necessarily like time moving faster on the source. We, 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 we don't know yet, but like I say, um, so I worked out that at, at most it's been two years on the source since Arbit and company went, uh, arrived, first arrived on the source. Um, and that's when the flood of light was first beginning. Um, the scions have been over there for maybe a couple of weeks, maybe like a month. Um, if you're going like, okay, I kind of math it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. If, if the, the math re- like retains true, mm-hmm. like, we're going by a couple of weeks, then mm-hmm. for two years or 23 months. roughly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that would make sense. Um, uh, I mean, we've got a couple of things we can grab onto there, like Thancred um, in Yulmore, um, implying that he'd been there before and that it's changed, not entirely for the better. Um, we've got uh, Alphano being maybe like a couple of inches taller, it seems. He, I, he's definitely really taller. No, he's, he's definitely little, taller. A little bit taller. He's a little bit taller. And, you know, like he's in the middle of Vela's in puberty and like that could happen in a couple of weeks, but okay. all, the, all the same, you know, it's, it's something. Um, and then of course you've got Uriel Jay's uh, house. <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah. Uriel Jay's got a sweet pad in Ilmeg and he's kind of collected a whole heap of shit in there. That's probably going to be the new sign headquarters on Novarant. And I imagine that would have what, taken. What are, what are we calling them? a little while? What are we going to call um, this it's one? Got a, it's got a name. Yeah, I, I know. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it does have a name, doesn't it? So let's see. We've got Waking Sands, Rising Stones. Mm. This can be. Uh... We got Falling Snows. Was uh, the joke that um, uh, that was made about um, Ishgard? Yeah, Falling Snows. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Falling to it, generally, it, it they're, they're somewhat implied to be playing a, I guess, kind of a, I don't know what the word is. They play to whatever is like happening in the story at the time. Like waking yeah. is a is a realm reborn. You know, it's an it's an awakening in a sense. Rising. Well, it's also a reference a, to where yeah. it is. Yeah, it is, but it's also it, every single name we've been given has a direct as re, a direct reference okay. to kind of so, so the situation. Waters. Falling like falling snows is after 
you know, we've been framed and we're mm -hmm. basically outlaws seeking refuge. They're all, mm -hmm. they're all there. Sleeping shadows. Ebbing waters. Shadows. Ebbing. Yeah. I like, I like ebbing. Um, and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be like water um, or like moss or logs or something to do with like the fae. Yeah. I like, I like ebbing, like eb, eb, let's call it ebbing tides. I like there you that. go. There you go. There you go. Ebbing tides, sliding. Mud. I mean, it does. It does already have a name. So yeah, we just well, don't remember what it is. We right just now. gave it a yeah. new name. Mm -hmm. The ultimate of lore tours is uh, in, right. is in is, is in when we just make it up. <laughs> it's when we just make it up. <laughs> we get we speculate, even though the mm -hmm. answer is already there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. much better. Okay, mm. um, where were we? We were talking about the flow of time. All right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so the scions have been there for longer than they've been absent from the source. Yeah. It might be a couple of months. It might be a couple of years, but they've been there for a little while. Do we think that we're going to end up in such a state where we go and then story-wise upon returning some like bad shit's gone down? With Varys, I think so. And we just come back to find that, that he's done some pretty. Well, well, here's the or do thing. you think they're gonna like warrior? Like, oh no, you're the warrior. Like, you, well, you're Hydaelyn's champion. You don't. If, you you if don't travel. Lily, if if it works for Lily, then us spending a hundred years on Novarant would only be two years in Eorzea. So, so it means it should be it should be the equivalent of only seconds passing most of our time there. Yeah, I mean that would that would make sense. Like like I say, I think it's more likely that. They, they're going to explain that like traveling back and forth will have some time fuckery, but we're going to be traveling back and forth so much like non, non canonically perhaps, but we know that canonically at least we're able to travel back and forth. That's um, gameplay. Gameplay wise. They did yeah. say in the live live letter that Norvrant time and a time. There's no real conversion or difference. Well, they're, yeah. they're they're just doing that so you you don't think you're gathered. You're not going to land over there and you're gathered. No, 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 no. no. I think there's a lore. Re there they, there is because time doesn't. I mean, that's they literally said that every every area as we clear the areas, we're returning time and like basic basic elements to each and every zone. And Eden mm -hmm. is us trying to restore it to everything that's already been lost. I I think like we don't need to overthink it. It's just like Novrant is a reflection of Eorzea. It's a, it's a, like literally, it's a reflection of Eorzea. But time might be the same, or at least our experience of time might be the same. But that doesn't mean it's like the same year or the same day. Yeah. The same, whatever. Yeah, it'd be impossible. Hmm. Wouldn't work. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been gone for weeks or months at this point. I like somebody said maybe maybe Minfilia planted when when Minfilia sent the the warriors of. Uh, of darkness back there that she she pl she put smaller her there and that she's grown in all the time that's actually been there since the time is actually like taking place at a, like it's it's the way time works is different there so she's aged that much since sending a portion of herself to the first so okay first of all um i i think the reason that time is the same is because the signs are just going around and changing all the clocks that they come across they're like no that's not right that's, every microwave nah, they go past they're like i don't even know how to change the time on these things yeah yeah exactly. they just fucking unplug it and it just flashes 12. 
Um, secondly, the thing with like new menphilia or baby menphilia or whatever, we know that um, the Asians, um, right, or, or this is this is true of void scent as well. If, if they want to uh, have like a, a permanent apparition in a certain realm, they need to possess a body, right? Mm. Like um, the Asians can can kind of get away with not having a body for like a limited time and just kind of uses a lot of a lot of ether. Um, so they need to possess someone and they don't ask people to come willingly because they're fucking Asians. My, my first thought was maybe Minfilia has found like a willing host, um, has found someone who has sort of like, I don't know, maybe had the echo, maybe already been um, a disciple of Heidelin in some way and has sort of convinced them to let her kind of share that body. Yeah. Um, I don't know like what the alternative would be, honestly. Yeah. It's just a a real coincidence that it's someone that happens to look like, well, it doesn't, it doesn't look like her. It's it kind of does. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't look exactly like a cilia with blonde hair. Yeah. It doesn't look like a cilia, but it's like, it's close enough. Yeah. Which just seems like an interesting coincidence. No coincidences here. Mm. That's it. Yeah. I mean, something's going on because in the trailer, you can very clearly see word of the mother and mini filia, like Mm. looking at each other. So don't yeah. don't shake your head at me, Sly. That's what everyone's been calling fucking hate for, that name. Well, for months now. We can now. see that we can see that word of the mother showed up and and did her cool magic and halted the the flood of light, um, prevented it from destroying all of Novrant, and then presumably she didn't have any ether left to sustain her form. So she was like, "Hey girl, how you doing? <laughs> come come here. Hey girl, turn, turn around." Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that'll she do. She can't be Ninfilia. She's not a ninja. She's a rogue. No, she's an oracle of the light. Oracle of light. Get it oh, right. I'm sorry. Just like I like that she's a rogue though, because obviously that's Thancred, um training her, right? I mean, he's a For- gunbreaker with Shikuchi. He's a dirty cheater, anyway. Yeah. So they're all cheaters. Orion Jay's just like, I'm not gonna walk across that. I'm just oh, gonna teleport. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I mean we can't teleport. We try to follow him and we go straight down the hall. Yeah, we try to ethereal because he manip he ethereal manipulates the thing, right? Yeah, we can't do that. If we do that, we just fall straight down the fucking yeah. hole. Yeah. Dirty cheater. They're all NPCs always cheat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, they do. Alpha Noah has carbuncles, even though he's a scholar because he's a he's a whatever the fuck he's a he's an academician yeah he's an academician there you go he's a comedian academician is that what they i don't fucking know how it's pronounced is it yeah not an academic no No, just an academician that's not a fucking word it is they made it they made it up for him it's academician (laughs) google it i guarantee you it has a meaning it's such bullshit yeah we can't get arithmetician academician meaning Game? An academic or intellectual, a member of an academy, especially of the Royal Academy of Arts, the Académie Française, or the oh, Russian okay. Academy of Fun. Sciences. There you go. That's stupid. 
Hey, if it makes you feel any better when it fed me the the definition, it specifically says North American. Ah, okay. All right. Well, there you go. So it's, it's not localized, man. There you go. It's what we call localization. Mm. Listen, it's all right. And so as long as he doesn't start telling Carbuncle to attack from the larboard side, we're okay. Yeah, that would that would be much worse. Okay. Uh. Now, something that actually we learned today is uh, in that trailer where we were talking about the Zodiac and Hylian portion, mm-hmm. we learned today that's one of the dungeons that apparently they didn't consider enough of a spoiler, I guess because they put it in both the launch trailer and this, and I guess our true meaning behind it isn't really discernible at this point. Mm-hmm. It is one of the dungeons we're going to be mm-hmm. visiting, which, by the way, I have a feeling you're going to have a fun time unpacking those dungeons considering the oh, way yeah. that they oh, that they oh, look. Yeah. Those looked ripe for some touring of lores. Mm-hmm. Um, that cave. It's hard for me to because that cave having those paintings on the wall and having that mm-hmm. story being told there. Mm-hmm. I, I I have a hard time thinking about how that would be figured out on the first, but we somehow haven't figured that shit out. We don't have anything similar on the source. The it first story. Yeah, the first hasn't had calamities. They've they've had they've had you know wars and like events and natural disasters and stuff like that. But they haven't had anything the scale like, you know, like like the Earth opening up and swallowing all of civilization. You know, like happened with the Allegans. Um, we've we've got like references in the first law book, which I think is really cool when it's talking about the first um, astral era. It's like, oh, all we have is like a couple of, you know, little scrappy remnants of cave paintings and stuff like that. And I was like, oh shit. Um, but every time there's a calamity, most of history written and recorded or otherwise gets completely lost. And we spend most of the subsequent astral era basically just trying to find out about the previous era. Um, and then it happens all over again. Um, whereas it seems like, uh, history doesn't get so completely lost on the shards. I mean, when, when we're like touring around Lakeland and Ilmeg, there's a lot of ancient ruins with names like, you know, church of the first lights, you know, temple of the first darkness. It seems that this, this cult of like light and darkness and their, and their dichotomy and, and this sort of like first ancient religion that um, produced the sundering, that resulted in the sundering, there's still remnants of it, at least on, on Novrat, um, if not on the other shards. Um, and that's, uh, that's really cool. So I, so I think simply the fact of the calamities and the fact of this, um, uh, I guess, switch from like umbral to astral to umbral to astral, which doesn't really happen on the shards is enough to explain why they would have knowledge of history that we don't and it also seems they care on top of all well yeah i mean it's i don't know even with history being rewritten i mean we've managed to find and discover things from previous just the idea that on the source we've never Mm. found or maybe we have and we just aren't thinking about it hard enough something Mm. that references back to this first era at all even with world being swallowed by water being burst mm-hmm. being burst into flames we've discovered a lot of other things at this point and i feel like the allegans were early enough they probably would have figured some shit out that we would have mm-hmm. found so i don't know 
Well, the Alligans do their best to record everything, don't they? Well, yeah, but they we they record mm. everything from their era. But you'd like to believe they'd have recorded stuff from previous well, eras. At, at the time of Alec, um, people are already worshiping the Twelve or some form of the Twelve. Mm. Um, whereas on on Novrant, from what I've seen exploring the zones that we had access to, there is absolutely no um, evidence of Twelve worship. So it seems like they still might worship light and darkness in these kind of more primordial states. And it would make sense that they've kind of preserved more of that. And that's like, people who, who worship the light. Have, I mean, I guess, yeah, we do have the, 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 the what the, the Dalamud children, but even before that, there was another mm -hmm. one that I can't, mm -hmm. I can't think of right now. I can't remember. The lambs of Dalmud. No, there's something else I'm thinking of other than the lambs, but it looks like just I guess the light worship kind of mm -hmm. just dominated on the source versus mm -hmm. the worship of darkness, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it just seems that like rather than having this idea of the twelve or rather than inventing the newer religions, it seems that on Novarant they've kind of retained this light and dark worship. Okay. Um, so they're much more in touch, I guess, culturally with that time than, than we are. Okay. I accept it. I accept it. Uh, are there any other major, major lore drops in that video? There's a lot to unpack if you go frame by frame. Like, there's, mm -hmm. of course, discussing Yulmore and what appear to be Sin Eaters essentially running it to some degree. Yeah, well, what's happening in Yulmore is um, they're, they're coexisting with the Sin Eaters. Yeah. Um, I mean, we thought that they were just, like, sitting there having a party and, like, waiting for the Sin Eaters to move in and kill them all. Seems like it's not that simple. It seems like they, they feed the Sin Eaters. The Sin Eaters allow them to basically keep their city and, and survive, um, provided that they keep feeding them basically fresh victims. So, so the people down in the slums, um, it seems like they get invited upstairs to Yulmar. It's like, ah, congratulations, you've won the lottery. Come up to our palace. And they get fed to the Sin Eaters. And then so they it's become kind of like a pact of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, we know that civilizations have had packs with Void Scent before that have right. taken like similar forms. They're usually a little bit more coercive. Um, but generally it's like, yeah, we summon you to the source and you get to stay here, um, and feed on ether. And we will basically point you in the direction of our enemies that you can consume to, to sustain yourselves. Very, very similar. I wonder, um, the other guy, what was his name? I already forgot. Cause it was so at, it was at the end of the live letter. Ran, Ranjit. Yeah. Ranjit. Ranjit was. Yeah. yeah. What do we think of him? Is he is he a baddie? He's got to be. No. Who did? Who is he fighting in the launch trailer? Thancred. He's fighting Thancred. Yeah. He's, 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 I don't think he's yeah. a baddie. I think that was more of like a training type situation than anything. I mean, it kind of looked that way. It's in the. Yeah. They're fighting in Lakeland. They're, they're fighting in Lakeland in That's one insane. of the like uh, Crystal Alliance strongholds. Yeah, um, yeah, and it seems like it's him that's fighting Yustola as well. When Yustola is doing her her barrier, and you see like a figure like charging towards her, it seems to be him right. as well. By I, the thing, I had like a I had a really because we didn't we had no clue who he was before today. 
And mm-hmm. I had like this really off base guess that like, and of course it was wrong. I thought mm-hmm. he was fucking Zangon for some reason. Like they would include Zangon. In the, uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. New person. I mean, he looks evil. <laughs> no, he, I don't think like, he's designed. Like, he's designed. He's just, he looks evil. Like, look, the, the, the it's Ornstein and Smo. Just come on. The, the scar and like the dark sunken eyes. And he just looks evil. Yeah, I don't say like master Asian. I have yeah. to, I have to listen to that section of the live letter. It just happened like they went through some of the character sections really slow, and then the disconnect happened. Like the stream went down on Twitch, and then they came back, and they were just kind of like going through it. And then I didn't yeah. uh, I didn't get all of the di- whatever they said exactly about Ranjit. I think we can tell at least too much. They didn't, they didn't say, say too much about Ranjit, Ranjit yeah. or uh, Vothri because mm-hmm. he was pictured with Vothri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vothri's definitely some bad shit going on mm-hmm. yeah he's he's yeah. the most gluttonous of the sin eaters from what we can see right now at is least he, in terms I, of I don't know he's a sin eater. well i think well i guess more specifically i think because you see him wielding some sort of magic that looks to be light aspected so if he's not a mm-hmm. sin eater he's certainly gotten something out of this this arrangement yeah he's a human um, I, I think maybe he's kind of like um, uh, who 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 was it? Uh, oh, what was her name in uh, Mark that was basically drinking voice and blood to transform? One of the bosses of Mark. He's talking about Califasteri. It was Califisteri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Califisteri I, was... I didn't a, know because you kept saying she and I'm like, only one I could think of is Califisteri and Jack yeah, started saying that's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Califisteri was uh, a maki mage that was basically drinking Void's Ed blood and and became, you know, what she is. Maybe something similar is going on with Vorthry. Okay. I get behind that because he's clearly got... He's just got Sin Eaters chilling in his, in his room. He's like, yeah, these are my... These are yeah. my, that's, that's, that's Sin Eater version of Halicarnassus. That's Chat. Sin Eater Lion Dude. Chat saying that they said Ranjit was also from Yulmor. Um, I didn't catch that, but yeah. if that's true, then that definitely gives more credit to him being a baddie. I feel like he's just like a Valtteri's enforcer, in a sense. Like, he's mm. probably equal to him in power, but he's like mm. more you know, down there fighting and shit like that. You mm. know? I mean, he could be from Yulmore and he could be from the slums too. You got to yeah, remember. He, it's, he, he could be. He could, yeah, he, he could be. He like could be the yeah, he could be a champion <laughs> of the slums. He could be from Yulmore and not be bad. Mm. Speaking And speaking on that, um, one other thing we saw were the, um, were the, I guess, women or I, I think it was just women, but they were in Harlequin outfits. Are we thinking that's yeah. some kind of resistance, maybe? I I think that's more like the Yulmore secret police. I kind of got that vibe, mm-hmm. is that they're probably the ones that are, you know, kidnapping and harvesting people for the Senators. Yeah, they're just, when someone's dressed that festive at the end of the world, you don't trust them. <laughs> I don't think they're the resistance, no. I'd, I'd sooner believe the uh, some of the innocents you see become sin eaters. If there was a resistance, it'd be those people, not not the ones who are like, ah, 
in in the mm-hmm. Yulemore slums. Yeah. So I'm I'm okay with that. Harlequin show up at your door. <laughs> That's it. They're the ones that invite you up. Zorn and Thorn. There you go. Yeah. Everyone's every every duo of characters just gets called Zorn and Thorn now. The two Garlands <laughs> are Zorn and Thorn. These two are Zorn and Thorn. Mr. J. <laughs> Mr. J. Mr. J put on some fucking weight if that's if that's the case. He painted Very his whole good. belly while he was at it. <laughs> uh, oh god. I could I don't know how many times I've even watched that trailer, but not enough is the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, um I was surprised to see them finally show any sort of I guess anything of innocence. We've been pretty much shrouded yes. completely in mystery of Yeah, all right. Let's what? talk about that. It it looks like they're fighting innocence at the top of Crystal Tower. And yeah. So another thing is um, the dungeon walkthrough shows the dungeon, the 60, uh, what we can assume is the level 77 dungeon. We're presuming, of course, that it's going to be a 77 dungeon that leads immediately into the events of fighting innocence. Because you can see at the mm-hmm. very end of that dungeon is the arena where you see in the launch trailer where you're fighting innocence. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm I'm wondering what the hell that whole thing is. That doesn't it doesn't look like the Crystal Tower up to that point, but then like in the dungeon, it just kind of transforms into this palace mm. of light that's completely well, different. It, we we see basically a city on fire. That it's it's the Crystarium. It, it's absolutely Crystarium. The Crystarium's on fire um, in one of those shots, and then like I say, where we fight Innocence, it looks like the top of the Crystal Tower. And immediately behind Innocence is a big like gateway. Yeah. Um, and stairway. Uh, yeah. Um, my my theory, my idea is that Innocence is kind of making a play for Circus Tower and is trying to like fight the way through to there so that they can reach the portal and spread the flood of light to the source to other shards. Um, and that's going to be uh, one of the, I guess, the the big kind of climaxes is preventing that from happening. So are we thinking that his aims align with um, Solaces or Emmett Selk's? Uh, I don't know. It's It seems like Emmett Selk wants um, there to be a flood of light in the source and that maybe that'll just trigger a calamity. Yeah, because it's no good to him if the first gets consumed, because the the mm. the thirteenth is unrejoinable, and if the first mm. goes too, then mm-hmm. that's you know he's just losing shards because they're un- mm. they just they can't. So this is still in his best interest to actually be, you know, trying to save the first to some mm-hmm. degree, so it can eventually just fucking rejoin us. But we still have this huge question of Black Rose and the Light Ether seep- seeping in. We still mm-hmm. don't know what what the impact any of that has at all is, mm-hmm. or how to even discern it. So maybe he does want it to seep in, but he doesn't want it to take over. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe like redirecting the sin eaters to the source would be enough to both prevent Novarant from being consumed and also to trigger a calamity um, on the source. Maybe. Maybe. There's just, there's so many elements. It feels like the three characters that we left 
Stormblood on. I'd say the three most important ones, and then we have a fourth one that we still we have. Most, I've solved the most questions about. We had mm-hmm. Elidibus, who seemed to be acting a lot more like a La Habrea than kind of mm-hmm. what we've been led to with him, where he mm-hmm. always wants rejoinings, but he he feels like he's playing less the messenger, like big time now. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have Emmett Selk, who seems to be the level need to make sure everything is balanced and. You know, but still want rejoinings kind of situation. That's if we're assuming he actually doesn't want the first to be consumed with light for the reason of all that. Like, Elidibus is always talking about balance of light and darkness. And Mm -hmm. Evan Selk, at the very least, is displaying an interest in preventing the first from potentially being consumed by light for what would be a reason I'd assume Elidibus would normally want that. And then you have Mm -hmm. Varys, who just doesn't give a shit and has his own plan going on. And he's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking beat all these Assians in my own way. Mm-hmm. Just all these three characters that were like, we, they were in the same room. Although Solace was hiding in the back at one point, they're just doing their own mm-hmm. thing. They're just mm-hmm. all in these different directions, and I don't know who the fuck belongs where or why or anything like that. I'm more interested in this Gaius Estinian. Uh, yeah, going on. Yeah. And the and the heavens were the the journal that was written yeah. by the head of House Fortomp. That's the Heavensward yeah, journal. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a Heavensward journal. It's the journal that that he was writing throughout yeah, all of our like Dragon Song. Was it stuff. the exact Heavensward journal? Yeah, it, yeah. he says he says the journal is called Heavensward. Like he names the journal yeah. Heavensward. No, no, that journal that was pictured in the trailer. Though. Yes, yeah, it's the same it said one. something different. No, it okay. says Heavensward. It says it's Heavensward. even got the Heavensward it's logo on it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It does. It's the same journal, and and it's um uh, it's a Sinian's hand that we see in frame. Yeah, so the, I, there's a million questions there because a I'm glad to have Astinian being a bro, but him and Gaius is not a fucking alliance I would have ever put well, forward. Prior I mean, it's the Assians. It. The Assians fucked Astinian. Everyone fucks Astinian. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, like it would it would stand to reason, like it's it's absolutely like Astinian's mo to like go off rogue, like hunting Assians. I mean, he doesn't really have a purpose anymore now that Nidhogg's eyes are, like, gone. He, he needs mm. a purpose at this point. Mm. So the next best thing would be the people who use them, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he talked about that in his uh, Tale from the Storm a little bit, that, like, he, he was going to have to find, like, a, a grander purpose. Yeah. Um, and, and Yoshida said before that, like, he's basically a scion at this point. Um. Yeah, so I think I think that he and Gaius are going hunting, which is fucking awesome. It's so cool. And then we still got fucking Elizinos, who's just out. I got there's so many pieces. I don't know where they fucking mm. fit. Like I can't even mm. like begin to place them in anything at all. And even if they are going mm. hunting Assians, what do they need the Fort Tom Journal for? What does he need that for? Does he need to like? He probably doesn't need it. For, I'd, I'd say maybe Edmont has died or something, and it's like a. Oh, no. Maybe it, I, I, I think I can't it's lose be... two for Tomps. I can't lose two. <laughs> really? I, I think it's just going to be like Estinian reflecting and being like, "This is where I've been, and this is where I have to go to." You know. To to, to... yeah, maybe maybe he's just listening to uh, totally not. Grahatia, because he chopped off his ears, and uh, mm. he needs to unwrite. His hi- tail. He needs to unwrite history. 
He chopped off his tail as well. Yeah, and his they tail. Shatter, they probably just That's what him. I said. If it is Graha, which we're still mm. not a hundred percent, we're not, you know, we mm. can't it's like she's like Shadow Hunter, you know. Although the Shadow Hunter was gonna more, definitely Gaius. Yeah. The, the the first thing is so like his tail, like it probably turned into crystal and shattered off. So like he would have lost that and his ears and like his toes and his penis. That that would have been the first to go. Yeah, you know, when you mentioned shattering off, that was like <laughs> I have a feeling I know exactly where this is going. Yeah, well, I mean, what other reason has he got for not having his ears and his tail? Yeah, no, that's where you could have stopped. And also his penis. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, that's that's the journal. Remember, remember what the journal's for. He wrote that he's actually reading out of his journal. The, mm-hmm. the notes he mentioned at the beginning, he's actually reading yeah. directly from that. It's actually it's actually going to be like a drop from uh, the final dungeon, like um, like Wurt's leg. Is that what the, is, is that is that what the Blades of Innocence are? The housing item <laughs> that they teased? Is that uh, it? He's never going to be grand. <laughs> that's way too. That's. That's way too lore in depth of a fucking <laughs> thing to say. That's a way too lore in depth joke. That is such a nerdy joke. I fucking love that lunology. Yeah, I, Thank you. I much. know. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Sly's like, I'm still up for this. Sly, you're muted. I couldn't stop this shit if I could try. Sorry, Jim. Uh, no. I, I wish I could. Mm. I so yeah that yeah. was that was so, good that was a really good joke yeah Oof. um anything else besides those things i mean the only other thing <laughs> we saw was he's still going the only other thing we saw for a like a brief second was eden mm. yeah yeah so it's like if you if you remember the summons from eight that's part of uh, eternal breath so are we stopping the eternal breath is that what we're doing I mean, we still haven't really discerned what Eden actually is. Like, we don't know if Eden is a Sin Eater. We don't know if, like, the Sin Eater that's, like, actually been... Like, for all we know, Eden could be this this giant, essentially moving Sin Eater fortress. Not, like, an actual fortress, but, like, in size. That is mostly responsible for d- absorbing the elements out of the world. Mm. Yeah. Or they could be a tool through which we need to... You know, the Eden's not bad, and we're using mm-hmm. an Eden's like being enabled here. Because mm-hmm. Eden essentially, because Eden looks mostly like just shit out of luck based on what we saw today, just buried out in in the light. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that was a part of like that scene. That little shot was a part of Eternal Breath, and Eternal Breath is like pretty fucking menacing. I mean, think about it as an uh, as a summon attack. So are we? Is Eden really on our side? I mean, an eternal breath. It depends on how you want to interpret it. Can you can you give us the context of eternal breath in in eight for those well, of us who don't know? It's, it's a what it's happened? a fucking summon animation that takes way too long. Yeah, it takes like maybe like two minutes, and in the end, okay. it's like you see it, you see the shot of the planet, and then like it fires something, and then like this. It's fucking. I, I don't know how to describe it. Some like this. It looks like a comet or like a nova or something is being pulled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd have to watch it. 
Yeah, I've seen the animation. I just mean like, is is there any story context for this in a, that no, people? No, are? there's no story context. It's just like it. That's the only thing we have to go off because that's from the summit. Hey, mm. thanks, unholy Bahamut on YouTube for what we're about to watch. Because <sighs> that's the clip I'm using. That mm. that person is is the is the source here, or the first. I guess depends on how you want to look at it. I just need to actually get it going. Fucking terrible joke. God damn it. Listen, that one was too easy, and you know it was. All right, that one was was too easy. All right, so we've got a turnover. So this this video is a minute and forty seconds long, and it's also looked. It also it looks like shit because it's from Final Fantasy VIII, the original. Mm. What the fuck is this? It's not even doing anything. It's just shaking. All right, I unthank you, unholy Bahamut. I unthank you. There we go. <laughs> Um, I, I, I just feel like it needs to be mentioned that Vothri isn't doing this. Yeah. Because the shot immediately before is like Vothri starting to do some magic and then we see Eden and it's like, no, that's not Vothri. That's just a, a very misleading cut. That's why the animation takes so long because it fucking freezes. By the way, spoiler, oh, they're using this on Griever. <laughs> I think that's Griever Ultimation. <laughs> It's only, you know, like the second to last boss of the game. Look at this fucking platform. I mean, by the looks of it, it, it kind of looks like Senator-ish thematically. The, the, the platform, the, the whatever the fuck it is. Um, so maybe you're on the money there with the idea that maybe it's like a Senator fortress or or like the the thing, the place, whatever that's spawning the senators. Yeah, that is the sign from the trailer. That's that's the point that we're making. It's like exactly the same shot from the trailer. Aloha, don't you fucking sit on my. And then that's what's being pulled. Yeah. So okay. There. Wow, okay. that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was the. It's a lot of build up for fucking nothing. I'll be honest. Uh -huh. So yeah, it was like this big ball of darkness that was coming out of a, a space butthole, right? Um, yeah. So maybe it is. Maybe it is good. That sentence didn't work the way you wanted it to. I don't think. No, it worked exactly like I wanted to. It's this big ball of darkness. We're trying to return darkness, maybe from a space butthole. From a space butthole, maybe it's good. Still doesn't. You keep there's a part in there. You keep what? Never mind. The big, the big, like black ball of darkness. Is that the problem? Shadowbringers. Anyway, um, yeah, exactly. There you go. So uh, yeah, no, uh, I can't. It, it, I, I when we know the affiliation of Eden to mm. the Sin Eaters versus not to the Sin Eaters, I don't think I can really draw a conclusion. Um, mm. As to what we're even remotely seeing, all we could recognize is that Eden's animation is in that, and will probably be a part of the first animation that we see amongst like Eden stuff, like the early Eden cutscenes. I mm. suppose that's about all I can get out of that. That's it. Shoots the enemy into the sun of a nearby galaxy. Oh. There. There. Okay. Yeah. Causing a supernova at point blank range. No, no overkill there. No, not at all. And it's less damage than Lionheart, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
Just wanted to say it breaks the damage limit, but not well uh, enough. You may have supernova, but do you have gun? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah, you, you've described it accurately, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's fantastic, though. Alright, I think with that, we've covered at least the most basic elements of the trailer without diving in scene by scene and trying to, like, dissect every little bit. Um, but if you want more discussion about it, uh, as much as there's a shit ton of sub-notifications in it, uh, don't forget about Ethos's two-hour-long YouTube video, everyone. Yeah. And in case you're watching on YouTube, there's always a link to, like, Twitter and Twitch and stuff like that for everybody, mm -hmm. so... There, there is a shitload of sub notifications, though. Yeah, there are. <laughs> Fucking YouTube comments, man. There you go. Ugh. It's okay, though, because he, he speaks between them. It's all right. Yeah. That's why I didn't get through all yeah. two hours, by the way. <laughs> That's why I said I watched 30 minutes skipping around. That's why. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, it was after a bit of a hiatus as well, so I was getting, like, all my resubs and shit. Yeah, I wasn't I, planning on putting it on YouTube, but the people were afterwards were like, "This, you need to discuss this on YouTube. And I was like, how about I just upload this? Did I know that life? <laughs> Trust me. I don't think I've ever wanted a Victoria Bitters so bad after watching something. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. I need, I need a sponsorship from them, I reckon, at this point. Perfect. Make it happen. Mm. Somebody else make that happen, because I can't. So I just want it to happen. Uh, other than that, we did have the live letter today, as much as it's hard to stop talking about that, uh, that trailer live letter did come out today and there mm -hmm. wasn't, I, I think we kind of expected it to be a little bit lighter. At least it couldn't have been about the meatiest things. Like you can't go from the live letter that we had from the media tour to the next mm -hmm. live letter and expect it to get much meatier than the one prior, but, but it was still was pretty girthy. Yeah, there's still a lot of substance and a lot of good quality of life. I didn't, I wasn't expecting this much quality of life in one fucking live. Yeah, there were some things. Are you smiling because I use the word girthy? Is that why you were smiling? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I had a feeling. I was about to comment on yeah. it and you stopped smiling. That's good. Yeah. Um. Holy shit, dude. Between the dungeon walkthrough that they started with and the dungeons all looking phenomenal and Soken reminding everyone that he doesn't just remix other themes like he had to for most of Omega. Mm -hmm. um, and for Ivelisse, he's like, hey, I, I remember I I make I made all the other shit that wasn't that wasn't like remasters or remixes. Don't fucking forget it. Um, on top of that, dude, there's just so much quality of life. The crafting and gathering thing I, I was blown away by. Bro. Oh, my God. Like seriously, yeah, that was really cool, wasn't it? I I really like um particularly the the UI stuff for crafters, um and the fact that well for crafting and gathering both like all, all this stuff that we have to have like you know several kind of tabs open in Chrome or whatever to be able to work out it's just in game now and it's gonna make crafting and gathering like a lot more approachable to people because having to do all that research and all that you know shit is kind of a huge turnoff for a lot of people yeah dude um, all the effects being on the exact progress that you'll earn at base yeah. efficiency and yeah that's so yeah. nice like i think this is going to be enough to get me back into crafting honestly and i haven't really crafted since arr 
I straight up saw that and I was like, here, here's my emotions. I saw all that stuff and I was like, yo, I think I might craft for real, not just like wait for beast <laughs> tribes and do all that. Because I was like, yo, I need to, um, I need to level them for uh, melding my own materia anyway. And then mm. they said they were announcing the spam request thing for materials. Like, all right, fuck it. I don't need to level it. I <laughs> <laughs> level 70 is enough to repair. And now I can spam mm. request materia anyway. So it's, 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 it's up in the air. But I certainly, I certainly want some of that stuff. They got, they also made some of the most basic, like Omni crafting stuff, steady hand two and buyer gots. Um, mm-hmm. Those are available on everything. All the like brand of bullshit things mm-hmm. are gone. gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of those are gone. So, um, but at the same time, we we can't ignore that we we still have the Ishgardian restoration. We'll probably end up talking about this a lot more on Tuesday. But there were a bunch of uh, JP Media outlets who got to do interviews with Yoshida, and Ishgard came up as a pretty major topic there. And I'm curious how the hardcore crafters feel about some of these changes, which are meant to lower the barriers for entry more than anything, um, mm-hmm. versus how they feel that will play into Ishgard progression. If more people will be kind of vying for that top spot come Ishgard. I think hardcore crafters are going to be kind of salty about a lot of these changes because again, like the reason you make money as a crafter is because it's not approachable. <laughs> um, and this is going to kind of like dilute profits for a lot of people. But the market will be good. Yeah, I mean, there's the nothing wrong. Yeah. yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bit of competition. No. But I'm just saying, like the super hardcore crafters that are making billions of guild, like making things oh, that yeah, no one else can be asked to make. Yeah, they're gonna be yeah, real gonna mad. Be they're also already rich. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I got a bit of a head start. Oh, great! I need to get my other billion for fucking Shadowbringers. Yay! Please, hi Ash. <laughs> hi. Uh, Love you. Love you, Ash. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess the other thing is just that Ishgard has now been described as a more competitive crafting element or having a competitive crafting element to it. So I wonder if uh, that still mm. grants them the the more competitive nature in a sense. For, for anyone who missed it, we will talk about it more on Tuesday, but it was revealed that Ishgard will have a leaderboard, a seasonal leaderboard for contributors and, a top, and that a top contributor gets a very special prize. In a set season, wow. and they then don't. They then have no no longer have a need to be a top contributor. So it's going to be like a feast. No, they literally described it like a feast season ladder. That was literally the the parallel that, that is, they drew. That is wild. Yeah. What, that, what, what's the top prize? A mountain of money? They they won't they won't say. But they said once you've earned it, you never need to earn it again. It's the same for every. <laughs> it won't every be. Uh, not, you do imagine it's like <laughs> congratulations. Here's some gill. The crafter's like. What am I? You get a, You get. You get first dibs on a house. <laughs> <laughs> when Ishgard Housing comes out, you get first fucking dibs. Yeah. There, you go. <laughs> there you go. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. It's gonna be like a special crafting glamour or mount or something. Uh, they said there's there's height there's like unique tools for people who place highly and who contribute a lot. They said that apparently when the restoration's complete, there's also an uh, Ishgard starts holding holiday. They start holding uh, special uh, celebrations, seasonal events. Yeah, like a season, oh, cool. like seasonal events in Ishgard that uh, have nice. their own unique set of rewards and stuff like that as nice. well. They also oh, said they're gonna cool. tie the diadem to Ishgard restoration. 
They confirmed it. They said they will be reworking the diadem and time. I mean, it. It, I guess it makes sense given that the diadem is in the sea of clouds and like, you know, I mean, well, gatherers were, were way into the diadem. That's like the one thing the diadem was universally yeah. accepted for was, was, was gathering, gathering. materials. And, yeah. and the yeah. thing is like, what, they, are they just going to delete the diadem? They might as well use it. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha apparently did a bad thing, and I know exactly what he did and where he did it. Because uh, I can, uh, I can, you can smell, smell it. it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. I know exactly that. It's on, oh, the, it's on the mat, at least. It's not bad. Ugh. Yeah, that's Aloha for you. <laughs> That'll be great. I can't wait to eat after this. I reckon you did it and you're just blaming it on him. <laughs> she's the one who pointed it out to me in the chat. Oh, well, Mel did it and then she's just blaming a lot. Yeah, she did just get home. Kind of a coincidence, right? Yeah. 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 Makes perfect That's sense. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm curious how more hardcore crafters feel because they're the, it's like the one, Raiders just want people to play well for their end of the game. Crafters are like, no, stop fucking letting them all in. Like, I need to make some money. Hmm. So <laughs> we have to bring on, uh, we probably have to bring on Ash to get a, a real discussion about that. Um, what else was, what else was there? Sly? Yeah. Speaking of, uh, crafters and gatherers, the sets, did you, uh, it may just be me, but did you think that shit was kind of plain? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the culinarian one is literally, <laughs> I don't know how many different ways. <laughs> Oh, look, it's a botanist that looks like a fucking botanist. Oh, look, it's a miner. What do you want them to look like? I yeah. mean, the only one that really the one that stood out was Weaver. Weaver looked dappy as fuck. Yeah, but it still looks very like homogenous with previous Weaver AF. You know? Yeah. Like, like, at least try to coat and the top hat. It's kind of the yeah. same. Listen, but you get a frying pan that looks like a spriggan. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Listen, it's better than the Tonberry knife you can't ever fucking see. That's true. That stings for some people. And not That's in the strange. doinky kind of way. Yeah, I don't know like how much you can really do with uh, Crafter AF. Yeah, weavers just... They look dapper every time because they, they make clothes and shit. They and make their own clothes. Yeah, yeah And then culinarians look like a chef every time. <laughs> Botanist yeah. looks like a goddamn farmer. Yeah. Miner looks mm -hmm. like a miner. They yeah, sure looks so, like going fish. Yeah, like what do you want him to look like? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, they could just be don't, cooler. Don't look special. Yeah. It I mean, my only problem is that the armorer has got that big, like, open shirt. And I'm like, man, that that is that some OHS issues right there. Like you're going to be getting burns all over your chest. Fuck that. <laughs> no, they need to have like a like a leather thing protecting their chest and neck. It's the ridiculous. The true burn savage. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but when they like when they highlighted like hey, new new uh new uh disciples of the hand land armor. Like I'm mm. thinking like something special, but it's just more the same. Even uh, some of the early ones look better. No, honestly. Mm. So. No, my favorite thing that they presented was probably the log. <laughs> like they put the log down outside the yeah. house, and then they put, they pulled up concept art. Of, 
<laughs> of the fallen tree, and I was I lost it. I was like, that was okay. No, that was my that was my that was my second favorite moment. My first favorite moment was the Pepe outfit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I'm literally clipping my reaction to the frog suit and just putting that on YouTube on its own. That is some some rare rare Pepe's right there. Dude, there's literally one of the mounts is the Pepe Bot 9000 anyway. What? I didn't see that. The f- the, yeah. f- the frog robot mount? No, I didn't I see it. it. And their little words are it would be difficult to obtain. Yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. from the new treasure map dungeon because the treasure map dungeon has a naming convention. Uh, that... What? Uh, oh shit, what up? What so happens? so the dungeon's going to be the treasure map dungeon's going to be like fuar related i guess yeah if we're getting frog suits and shit that's awesome that would be really cool yeah because we had like uh we had uh matanga for yeah this what was what would you say i guess is the core of of um aquapolis what was is that just like generic i don't remember i don't think there's really like a representative well, it was still of- there. um i don't know I guess there wasn't really uh, sewers. <laughs> yeah. Sewer yeah. water, yeah. Sewer water. There you yeah. go. Uh, yeah, I guess, sure. Yeah, this will be, yeah, that would make sense. The frog outfit and the frog mount to come from. Be the first time we have a mount from a treasure dungeon, if that is the case. Is it? Yeah, is it really? Yeah, we only have minions from the, yeah. from both the, from all the other ones. Aquapolis, I guess, is a mix of the Namas. I'd say the Matanga is the core theme. The Namazu are certainly there, but I, the Matanga, literally the prince of of Uznair is the fucking Matanga. <laughs> mm. And I got him for the first time the other day. The silver prince, finally. After, like, uh, almost, well, like, uh, 200 maps. Saw him once. Thanks for the 100k gil, asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's what he gave us. And some loot. So I got four hedgehoglets from the fucking plus minus the fucking higher lower minigame it's a good time that's good time. Mm. yeah i uh, i have a feeling that's going to be a lot of foie themed stuff for the treasure dungeon so please look forward to all the pepes hmm. oh shit what up i've got a, i've got one of la habrea on a on the unicycle yeah <laughs> It's a really old one. I don't remember. It's 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 an oh shit what up meme, but with La Habrea. Uh, and I don't <laughs> remember why I have it, that's, but I certainly terrible. I could certainly find it and share it with the world. I oh, just God. don't know if the world is interested in it. <laughs> I actually don't know where I put it. It's wow. somewhere in this in this file. But there's a ton of meme pictures in this file that I I actually don't know how to find anything in this folder. You're not a professional if you don't have a meme folder. That's true. That's yeah. true. There's, there's way I mean, too many in here. I don't have a meme folder, but there's memes in all of my folders. So like I've just like- got I've got a random soaken face in here. <laughs> just like Yeah. I told someone to make an emote of it, and I just have that face. Like, if you look, I just have a picture, except that face in that folder for huh. for no particular reason. I just uh, have it. Is that, 
Is that Hap Chicken Tenders? Yes, that's the Chicken Tender one where he was talking about the Chicken Tenders. And he, uh, that was the face he made when someone mentioned Chicken Tenders. And I just have Well, that. that's a particular reason. There you yeah. go. But the why do I have it in a folder next to a picture of Kevin Hart with the rocks, Kevin Hart's head on the rocks <laughs> body is another, is another, uh, another question altogether, I suppose. Anyway. Damn, to, work. That's way too long. Why would that work? I don't know. It's worth a try. Yeah, I suppose. If you if you really want it to be. Um, what else, man? There, there was a lot, but like it felt like it like blew through, I suppose. Hmm. What I mean, they uh, what they talked about. After that we got what? Oh hunts. Yeah. Yes, hunts. Oh, hunts for cuts. Nice. Yeah. I have a funny story to My tell dream. you, Ethis. Oh yeah, I have a great story. I was yeah. in a labyrinth of the ancients, and somebody was <laughs> yelling at. Sorry, I thought you were. I thought that was the story. Go now, go on, please. And somebody was yelling at the tanks to stop moving the boss. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, all these things are funny to your average duty finder. Yeah. And somebody said no because they're all being cunts. And then someone's like, that guy must be Australian because they love using that word. And someone's like, yeah, the Americans love using the B word instead. And somebody replied, bunt? And I couldn't, but... uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't help but start laughing. And I'm glad you find this infinitely more entertaining as an Australian who loves oh fucking bunts man i was like this base i guess americans would say you know baseball and stuff i guess but and cake yeah but bunt cake is a d and there was no d in this bunt which is a really weird sentence to say out loud (laughs) when you consider the origin of the word oh that's 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 yeah you made me think of that so i've been meaning to tell you that story for like ever now cool story thanks. thanks i'm glad you enjoyed it anyway i uh, where were we we were talking about the hunts right hunts. uh yeah b ranks are easier to find s ranks spawned like, they, they both leave messages so yeah so now you have basically have what is the equivalent of a of a compass like message on the screen that tells you where the b ranks are um mm-hmm. then also if an s rank spawns without telling you the location you get a message on the screen so you know whatever you're doing has actually spawned them without an act trigger which is what all mm. the hardcore hunters were already using. Mm. I have, I you know, I'm both in love with this feature and very afraid for this feature. Why? Because let me tell you that those are Realm Reborn hunts are already solvable. <laughs> and a message for a bot on a screen is enough to get them. There's, listen, there's already tons of hunt bots for a lot of zones ever since they did the, the world visit thing. It's going to get a lot worse <laughs> I, I tried to do the lakeland no sorry the the ilmeg a rank one of the ilmeg a ranks and we had like 10 people and it took us like 10 minutes to get it down to 30 percent yeah that sounds about right for the beginning of the expansion that's how it was the beginning of stormblood too. but i don't i don't think bots are going to be able to solo the a ranks not in the shadowbringers areas they won't they didn't say that its feature was exclusive to Shadowbringers areas. They just right, said, okay. Yeah. So AR areas. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're not worried about them B ranks or the other. We're worried about them older areas. Did, did they mention whether or not it was going they, to? Um, I mean, I, I assume that they will apply it to older zones 
That would make sense. They didn't say they didn't say one way or the other. Hmm. So we're gonna assume well. it's everything. Yeah, I would. I've asked now, like in four interviews with Yoshida, mm-hmm. if he can please raise the health, on, at least the health of some of the older hunts, and he's like, "No, <laughs> it's old content." No, that I uh, okay. I would really like that to happen now more than ever, please. <laughs> Because I'm very concerned. As someone who has participated in S rank spawning and seen bots walk up and be like, "Hey, I'm just part of me is not as thrilled, but also am really glad that they are doing it at the same time." It's weird. Mm. It's a very big conflict I have inside of me right now. Dad's just slap some zeros on that bitch. That's it. It's all we need. Bigger thing for me was Centurio Seals going up to 4,000. Yep. Fucking sick of spending those things, man. (laughs) You ever been in the middle of a hunt train? You have a few hundred left over from like a day prior and you get to like the last two or three hunts. You're like, sorry, guys, gotta go back to Rogers and spend (laughs) these on grade six materia or fucking anything to clear out some space. I ain't gotta worry about that shit. Ain't the right tickets, bro. Yeah, I spend my allied seals. I've got like thousands of those. <laughs> Jeez. I have like just about a thousand why, grade six materials. Why are you still why are you still doing the AR hunts then? Someone called them out. Yeah, Alright. <laughs> then what do you why do you care if the butts are killing them? Listen, I'm never gonna get the Centurio Tiger with that <laughs> attitude. Although I can apparently just get the gunbreaker mount now and I can get Diego from Ice Age. Yeah. And apparently the higher good. tier version has armor? I think of they said. It does. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, but yeah, peerless books, ventures, I don't do that, but that's another thing. The fucking retainer menu. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? All the retainer changes. Dude, all the all the menu updates. And they said they like did 3 oh. to 4 times more quality of life adjustments going into Shadowbringers that they just don't have time to go over. In the live letter, and now I'm like, did I miss things at the media? Like, I saw the achievement thing at the media tour, but I'm trying to think how many things. No, I that wasn't. Them. They they didn't have that. They had the wish that, list. They had yeah, and that was it. Yeah, I think. Um, am, am I the only one that was thinking like during this part of the live letter how fucking excited Brian's gonna be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Brian's like UI changes. Whoa, whoa. Oh man. No new tank mounts for the old jobs? I don't know. Do they need new tank mounts? I don't know that they do. Uh, I don't think they do. I, I think people are gonna just keep asking for healer mounts eventually if they keep doing mm. new tank mounts. Just a tank for the new mount. It's probably uh as far as you're gonna get with that one. Uh oh, one thing we kind of skipped over, uh the new tomes. Uh Goetia and Phantasmagoria. Dude, am I playing Final Fantasy fourteen or Tales? No, well, when well, both of the words have something to do with summoning or some conjuring demons or uh, apparitions. Mm-hmm. Well, the one of them is literally yeah, imagination. Yeah, uh, Phantasmagoria is dreams or imagination. Yeah, uh, Goetia is summoning. So, so are you are you imagining that the Alligans had knowledge of uh, Senators? Possibly. 
Kylo, huh? Uh, I mean, yeah, we possibly. know that they dealt with Voidsen a lot. Um, maybe that knowledge is going to have some bearing on helping deal with, uh, with the Senators. Senators, yeah. Maybe. It's possible. Are you fucking coming up here? Of course you are. Aloha. Come on now. Yeah, I just love the names. Uh, I just love Ooh. the names. Good names. Good names? Uh, That's it? Yeah. yeah. Good names. Yeah. Something. Even something. Yeah. Stop trying to. Uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, crafters. We have our new color script, and it is white. No many people in my chat said that's racist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, okay. All right. No. 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 Like the uh, the live letter after after the media tour, the uh, dark skin, light skin. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. That's that terrible. Well, my my first thought was like, you're doing this backwards. Why you've already got dark mode? Why are you making light mode? Like I I I wanted. I was sorely tempted to waste one of my interview questions with Yoshida being like, so do you, do you do you use like Twitter and Discord light mode? <laughs> Is that why you're doing this? I think they did it because they already did it for PvP. I never understood why PvP was was different in the first place. I, I don't know. I turned on light mode for like f- like forty five seconds and then immediately logged out and turned it off. And I was like, "This is t- I can't do this." Yeah, right. I literally cannot function on anything that doesn't have a dark mode. I will take dark mode for everything. <laughs> I can't take some of these Twitch comments. I can't take it. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys gotta calm down a bit there. Yo, I honestly, I'm wait, I'm hoping we get like uh, a menu because they mentioned a long time ago when there was still talks of a potential API, which mm. is not no, but uh, they mentioned that one of the things they'd like to add would be a stylized UI, like what we got with the light mode. But they specifically said to make the menus look like the old like uh, blue gradients from the old Final mm. Fantasy menus, mm. and we have sort of that with the Palace of the Dead UI. So I uh, I hope they I- do that. At some point, I'd fucking hate that. We're not a big really fan of blue me? gradients. I mean, it's like it, it's nostalgic, but it's just, it's so much harder to read. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Not to me. <laughs> We're not talking about you, though, Sly. This isn't about you. This is about Ethos. Okay. Yeah. This show's about me, all right? I'm I'm the guest. Yeah. He's not he's not wrong. Yeah. He did say yeah. he was gonna come on the show two weeks later and then and then got he came here. That's it. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks. You're the best man. Did it. Mm. No one's ever gonna be um <laughs> God damn it. Uh <clears throat> Another uh, quality of life. Uh, glamour dresser capacity increased from two hundred to four hundred. We knew that. Yeah. We knew that was coming. They mentioned they mentioned that a, a little bit. I think somebody asked about it at the media tour. Oh, that's great though. That's so good. And you know, the plates increased from ten to fifteen. Okay, two things. Mm-hmm. One, the first comment I saw about the plates is that still doesn't match the number of jobs that you can play as. And two, I remember seeing somebody say, okay, that's 400 out of 12,000 items. And I'm like, you didn't keep all 12,000 items. 
No one in their right mind, they're like, I would. And I'm like, I just don't have fucking words for you. I, right. I would if I could, if there was room for it. Yeah. I wouldn't. I you know I haven't. I don't think I've stored a single item in my chest. <laughs> I actually need to because my my armory chest is not looking so great right now. <laughs> I had to do a little bit of cleaning, and that's why I kind of like that's why I kind of started doing leveling because I just want to get rid of shit. Mm. Not for the sure fact that I just need to level all the other jobs. I just need to get rid of armor from other jobs. <laughs> As chat saying, just give us WoW transmog. I don't want to have to think about this. <laughs> right. Fuck it. I still stand by Final Fantasy XI and WoW have better transmog systems than... than yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. When Eleven has one better, you know. It's, where it's a uh, slight problem with that. <laughs> the next big thing, kind of a happy thing, uh, achievement filter. We talked about that already. We didn't. I don't think so. What do you? I chat. <laughs> I brought it up earlier. I literally said they have the new achievement filters. You said they didn't have that at the media tour build, and I said, yeah, they. Well, they had the wish list at least. No, that was totally brought, like, about... we, didn't, we didn't. We didn't talk too much in detail because we didn't care. Because nobody cared except me. So you exactly. guys just dropped it as soon as I brought it up. But yes, I'm... well here. You, you go ahead. Go ahead. You can sort now. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. What's That's the it. point of that? What does that? What does that do for us? You could track different. You could track different achievements, and you can you sort them by ones that reward items or titles. Ah, uh, okay. Track only a max of thirty achievements. That that is the max. And Happy's being pouty. I want better achievements. I think this thing's this thing's nice for not needing to scroll yeah. through a big fucking list to find stuff. Yeah. I just still need more interesting achievements, personally. But. Well, it kind of just draws attention to how not interesting the achievements are. <laughs> yeah, you're skipping all the bullshit yeah. ones, basically, to only see mm. the good ones. Mm. And then, I guess the next huge thing was the uh, changes to the uh, mentor system. So, basically, everybody gets grandfathered in at, like, in the beginning. So, at 5.0, everybody gets grandfathered in if you're a current mentor. But you have to recertify by 5.2, I guess, was the cutoff. It's just leveling to 80, man. Yeah, that's it's it. It's just cutting out people who don't play. That's it. I wanted it to actually cut out bad mentors. These are pants. These are just really short shorts. Yeah, they're footy shorts. They say Adidas and everything. <laughs> I don't know what relevance that has, but all right. Yeah, dude, I just I want I want them to literally. Can I get my? Can I get a a vote kick mentor option for bad? Like, so I can I can put in a request <gasps> to remove someone's crown, please. Oh my god, that's terrible! Like, I need, I need, I need in-game from the mentor system. I, I, I need, that's I need, dickish. I need the mentor equivalent of Yelp. <laughs> I need to be able to leave reviews for. Mentors. Actually, that's not a bad idea. That's I not need, a bad idea. I, I agree. Uh, that's not a bad idea. Able to write mentors. I need to yeah. be able to leave comments on some mentors. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a good idea, but it would get utilized so fucking wrong because everybody just troll. 
not everybody. You of, if if you're not if you're the mentor who goes into the twenty four man and tells everyone that they're all cucks, then you should probably <laughs> get a bad review. Okay. But then you have that really like who's really good in trying to do the right thing, and you know you'll have you'll you'll have the shit posters in and whoever whatever alliance they were in, they're just like leaving a fucking bad review anyway. So damned if you do, damned if you don't. So it, it's it, so exactly the same as Yelp. Yeah. Yeah. Melp. So. <laughs> I saw it in the chat. Melp. Melp. Fine. Then add a different kind of commendation so I can fine. Then do it like fucking Uber instead where they get stars. So I can give them a, I, mean, I can I just leave, I can leave them a star. The purpose anyway. I'll, yeah. There you go. I'm making that commendations. Yeah, combination serve the purpose anyway. You either leave one or you don't. But like, no, I, but that doesn't. No nobody else sees the commendation. There's no extra emotion attached to it. If you leave, like, I just want you leaving the stars, bad mentors to stop, man. I just want. I want the good mentors are great. I love them, but there's so many not good. There's more not good mentors than good mentors. Mm. They're just like I just wanted the crown. Listen, there's no game that does a mentor system well, and there's a good reason for that. It's because people suck, okay? It's the exactly. bottom line. <laughs> you just, you're exactly. killing me here, man. You're just killing me. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, and pretty much after that, uh, um, they went over the, um, the characters, which you know we saw, and Twitch got cut off in the middle of that. Yay! Thanks, Twitch. Which part? The uh, characters. The yeah, they were talking about Minfilia, and then it got cut off for me. But that was whatever. I mean, most of the characters was like it, that was really not for be people who like have cared about these characters for years. Anyone who's cared about these characters over mm -hmm. the years, the only like lines of interest really were that that's not like Minfilia, which we kind of already knew. Like it's Minfilia in quotes. And that Thancred learned to use a gun blade when he was in the Garlean territory, which most people assumed anyway. Mm. A lot of people were surprised yeah, to find out his last name was Waters. Waters. Yeah. Thancred Waters. Hello, Mr. Waters. Yeah, I don't think we knew that, actually. I think that's news. Some other people were like, we knew that. And I was like, did, did we? we? I don't know. Did we? I don't know if we did. It's probably in the lore book, to be honest. Uh, so lore uh, book's pretty big. Know, I, I don't know, know why I didn't remember it, because I knew all their others. It's a pretty boring last name, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> Not really worth committing to memory. Wish I'd put it on, a, on the Aerzivia, the reverse Aerzivia we did for you. Yeah. <laughs> please, please give us all the, all the last names uh, of, the, of the Scions. Uh, well, that would have been the one that caught me up, yeah. Yeah. You would have got partial credit. Thank okay. yeah. and, and um basically that was pretty much it. The only other news we got um was like the little extra stuff at the end, usually at the end of uh live letters and uh new worlds. Spriggan will be added to chaos, Twintania will be added to light. Yeah. Don't need to transfer. Please don't. There's Those no also open in four that. days. That's the other important thing. Those are open yeah. in four days, not one chapter. They're open in four days. There's just no fucking reason to. I'm just let, let warning people right now because I had somebody who did this. Uh, don't transfer. You have to wait there 90 days to come back. 
Think about what you do before you do. It's a new are, are new servers automatically preferred? I don't remember because it happened to Stormblood, I think, too, and people transferred to Omega. I if believe I recall. I think they are. I mean, it makes sense because listen, every other world on Europe is like practically unable to create characters right now. So they may need more than one on each. Hey, you know what would be really, really great? What? What? Australian data center. I knew it was coming. That would be great. That really would be great. I agree. Data center down under. Yeah. One day. Wouldn't you just get an Oceania one? Wouldn't that be when they just shove it? In yeah, Oceania? but they'll yeah. shove it in Sydney. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. One day, I believe. Listen, apparently the game has the highest concurrent subscriber base pre-expansion launch that it's had. According to Lucky Boncho, it's he's estimating about a million active. Just about over a million active right now. Yeah. That's yeah. no surprise. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people say it's a lull before the expansion, but it's the, oh shit, I didn't finish this thing before the expansion time <laughs> Yeah, now. exactly. It's the, oh, I need dancer gunbreaker gear for 60 and 70, and I also mm -hmm. only did the story up to 4.3, so mm -hmm. holy shit. And then I never did Ivalice or the, it's literally the I fucked up and waited till now crunch time of, of pre-expansion at this point, so... That's uh, that's where you say it. Thank you, Twitch Prime. I mean, it's not just Twitch Prime. It certainly helped, but that ended like at the beginning of May, and I think we got a Lucky Boncho one like around that time also. So it's certainly it's gone up a lot. I think it is definitely June, you know, symptom of June. Uh, there's also confirmation of jump potions for early access going up to seventy and a Stormblood skip. I know I have a character I need to buy that for because if I'm gonna do gear funneling or if it's going to be needed i'll probably need that uh, all yeah of course for ultimate yeah yeah that's probably helping too seven dollar jump potions now but i ain't buying that fucking thing i think it only goes up to 60 can't fucking debate me right now <laughs> yeah you get this from 60 to 70 in like two days yeah or i can just do it all at once <laughs> and spend no time doing it <laughs> You're not going to fucking debate me with that one, as far as I'm concerned. All right. So with that, unless there's any other point you guys want to dive into, because this went so late, I think we could call it a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Fishing. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's anything we missed from the trailer. We kind of like blasted through it pretty quickly. But um, yeah. I don't think there's anything important that we, that we skipped. I'm sure so, there's again, like like two second scene in there that we didn't discuss that someone's gonna be upset. And that, there's there's a there's a bunch of small like I wouldn't call them minute things, but you know, stuff that you can kind of go in more detail about. And again, if you uh really want to go into more detail to our video. Cool. All right. You got you. Yeah. Always got you. The biggest news I forgot. The mm -hmm. fucking escape remix is from the fucking from the trailer from the job action trailer yeah that comes with the fucking cd <laughs> the it said it, it, it did say the the escape journeys remix or journeys oh. wait with what's with the whatever the latest the one with the omega mnf on the front the cd yeah it's on that it says you get the orchestrian role with it 
for Escape oh, Journeys edition. Uh, and I, I'd like to assume that's the one from the job action trailer at the very least. Oh, I'm hard pressed. Tenders, boys. If it is that, oh, that's so good. Chicken tenders, boys. Chat's that's like, you, wait, it. you forgot to talk about achievement filters. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. Um, yeah, and the Omega minions, the MNF yeah, minions yeah, that are going to from that as well. Man. Yeah. Man, it'd be nice if that would ship to Australia. Uh, see, trust. The only thing they really mentioned with trust that we didn't already talk about was that you get one fourth the loot if you're running dungeons with trusts. That's yeah, like the only like new no trust shit. detail. I will say yeah. that from the Mediator build, they did update the trust behavior. Um, I don't know if you ran into this issue at this, but Thancred, mm -hmm. when I would do dungeons with him, would do a full single target rotation before doing any AOEs. He does. He did AOEs first in the live letter he would literally sure. charge in and do gunbreaker I don't recall. he i have and, footage of him ignoring that shit hmm. and um uh, one and one uh i guess misspeak that uh i guess i trans either i me translated or either yoshi p said it wrong um whenever you you die like you the player character dies in trust you do not start the entire dungeon over it's just you no. You just got okay. So there yeah, was, yeah. I didn't bring it up because we were uh, in the media tour, we ran into an issue where um, at one point someone disconnected and mm -hmm. they came back in and they had to restart. So I was assuming that that was either a bug or when they mentioned that the first time, the, the before the fix translation, that mm. it was intentional. So I'm glad to hear that it was not intentional. <laughs> You do not need to restart the entire dungeon. You just spawn at the beginning of the dungeon. And take that would be some back. fucking shit. Honestly, at that point, you might they might as well do it. Like, yeah, you know, if you fuck up, just do it all over. Listen, when the main character dies in any other game, you know, you go back to the last checkpoint. You entering the dungeon was your checkpoint. There you go. Yeah, it might. We'll see. Oh, to be clear, the DC didn't eject you from the dungeon you just came back into the yeah. dungeon without any uh yeah. without any trusts which is what i assumed would happen if you die but meh we'll see meh. we we shall see indeed okay i think that's uh i think that's uh that's a wrap yes it is cool we, we sped through it. I'm, I'm certain we could have <laughs> talked more about things but with how late this show went oh yeah i'm in i'm in i'm not jumping at the bit to do that um tuesday we will be doing a show where we'll be going over in detail. We mentioned the Ishgard exploration coming from the interviews. We'll be going over that interview information and probably I'm sure other stuff will come up. I got to find some guests for it. At this, I won't bother you. <laughs> He's like, thanks, man. Sure. Good. Great. <laughs> Great. Sleep so, in. Yeah, exactly. Like you did today. You were so thrilled when I said 5 p.m. You were like, perfect. Yes. I was. I was stoked. I know you are. Aloha, stop. Don't yell at me. Okay. Uh, with that, we're going to quickly thank the Patreon sponsors. Like I said, because the show's running late, we're not going to read names. It doesn't help that a bunch of people had their names added to the list. I saw a few Ooh. updates that need to be done anyway. So those people are not on there, but now you don't got to worry about it because I wouldn't have been able to add you anyway, and I'm not going to shout out any names. I will say the patrons of light at the very least because there's only two of them. Our Patreon sponsors have been supporting us through hashtag demonetize for quite some time now. Uh, this is very familiar with with that life and he should have a you should do a patreon for some lore videos uh, yeah i'm i might i might i'll 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 fucking subscribe to that oh yeah yeah i'll do it 
Oh, okay. There you go. You got one person. There, look. See, you've got one patron. I'll be your. Well, that's that's already going to be more money than the ad revenue. <laughs> so great. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm assuming we become patrons of darkness. We got Kuja Cross on Genova, and we've got. Uh, well, actually, that's Kurenai. That's Kuja Cross. He's taking a picture. <clears throat> He's remembering the Adanta because soon there will be never be a picture with Adanta in it ever again because no one will want to anymore. <laughs> and then we've got Kurenai, who's uh, a very dark image looking over the crystal, looking at the crystal tower on top of his Omega Mount, looking shiny. I'm sorry, I got rid of the picture with Sly in his uh, cookware. I have the picture, but it's no longer the picture that we're using here. Yeah. There's, stop yeah. it at this. I just looked. No. I'm not reading the names. You don't get to do that. You don't have to read the names. It's cool. (sighs) Look, they still deserve our our love. All right, fine. Yeah, get some pog gems in the chat for all the patrons. For all the patrons who aren't named this this Mm. show. Because those pog champs are for the rap god. There you go. That's perfect. Mm. Read the names. Read the names. It's a long list. All right, but on that note, we can uh, we can do our our goodbyes. Um, at this, thanks for for joining us, man. Anytime, All just right. not on Tuesday. Okay, perfect. That's literally the 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 antithesis of any time. But sure, we'll uh, we'll go with that. So you're a liar. That's fine. All right, shut up, anyway. you, you bunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good. It's so good. I love <laughs> you it. Fucking bunt. Um, <laughs> Uh, thank, thanks everyone. Thank, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm Ethis. You can find me at this Asher, Twitch, YouTube, um, Twitter, uh, Facebook, where, wherever, Instagram, Ethis Asher. Um, thanks very much for having me on. Thanks for, thanks for watching. I love you all. And, uh, I assume Sly probably does as well. Of course I love you all. I do. Hi. Uh, you can, uh, find me twitch.tv slash slide, aka gray Fox, uh, Twitter at slide the Fox, youtube.com slash development room. Uh, I'm just trying to get through June and then July gets here and all the shit happens. Everything happens and we don't have time to do anything because it's July. We're probably all playing shadow. Just trying to survive. But yeah, that's what's going on right now. Uh, yeah, those are the places you can find me. Perhaps, uh, perhaps where they can, where can they find you in Aloha? Well, they're not gonna find Aloha anywhere because I tried to hold them up to the camera for the outro, and he's like, "Get the fuck off me!" Listen, I gotta clean your shit up when I'm done, so you will love me. Okay. Yeah. You can find Aloha and I, Mister Happy One Two Two Seven, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, with him shitting on the mat outside of his litter box i know what you did and uh yeah we're gonna make some i've been obsessively playing octopath for the last week even though i've beaten it twice in the last week i need to do a third (laughs) run to get all the achievements because the achievements are fucking bullshit and a half but uh steam version so uh yeah thanks everyone for tuning in we'll see you next week to talk about the interviews and any other miscellaneous news we might have missed today or a second opinion, since we'll have a guest who isn't Ethis, since he said, go fuck you. And when he when I said, hey, Tuesday, and he's like, yeah, well, not me. I'm like, hey, hey. And I said not him anyway, so it's fine. Anyway, I will uh, 
I will uh, see you guys later. Isaac, are you streaming afterwards? Uh, yeah, I'll go get some lunch and I'll probably start streaming in about half an hour. All right, so I have to stream in half an hour. I think you're done for the day, Sly, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> considering how late it is where you are. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. So thanks, everyone, for hanging out. We'll do two, three-minute post-show at most and go live our lives. I'm hungry. All right. And clean feces. All right. So, all right. See you later, butts. Goodbye, <laughs> everybody.